listening to Fandoms. I'm your host, Brody Otway. Join me as I interview a guest about anything from Bugs Bunny to Always Sunny. Welcome back to the show, returning guest, Kendra. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me again. (laughs) So today on the show, we'll be talking to Kendra about Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So if you had to explain Always Sunny to somebody who's never seen it, how would you try and explain the show? I would say it's like a modern day version of Seinfeld set in a bar. It's just and debauchery and just randomness and craziness, but also a, a little smart. They do like, you know, try to tackle subjects from like a, a satirical perspective. Good explanation. But- <laughs> I, definitely better than I could have done. How did you first get into Always Sunny? Well, actually, there in 2005, when it premiered, it was like the summer before it was right before I was going to go into college. There was a show called Starved that was going to be on FX. And it actually was like what led into Sunny. They didn't they weren't really pushing. It's always sunny. They're pushing Starved really hardcore. It was about uh, people with various eating disorders. So I was like, oh, I want to check that out. And I happened, you know, it's right after I watched that. And I was like, the gang, it's the the gang is racist, whatever the pilot is called. And I was like, this is amazing because I grew up on South Park. So I love that kind of humor that just kind of pushes the limits. I grew up a really big fan of like Fox programming, like married with children and everything. So I like that kind of humor. So I was like, I'm sticking with this. And I've watched ever since the pilot. That's awesome. I think it was 2008 for me. My friend Kyle was like, have you ever seen Always Sunny in Philly? I was like, nope, never heard of it. What the hell is that? And he was like, Mm -hmm. it is the best show ever. (laughs) And we were, I think, 12 or 13. And oh, my, (laughs) I was so hooked on the show. It, It was like nothing I had ever seen. And I have been a huge fan since. Oh, that's awesome. That's, a, that's quite the show to get into at middle school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many seasons are there now? I think we're currently on 16. It's the longest running live action sitcom to date because of it. But I kind of am like a little uh, about that because they don't do as many episodes as Once Upon a Time, you know, where it's like yeah. 23 episodes a season. They'll be like six and call it a season. I think that's kind of like a little cheating, but we'll give it to him since, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little bit like, really, when I heard them get <laughs> that like title. And then I was like, I guess as far as time goes, yeah, but by episodes, definitely not. Mm-hmm. Because they're not putting in the work that sitcoms used to. Like Frasier every season, 22, 23. Yep. But, you know. So what do you think the best season in your opinion is? I know a lot of people kind of have turned on the first one these days. I I think season two is probably my my go-to when I go on a rewatch. Um, I, you know, I had to think long and hard about this. I think the earlier seasons, I probably couldn't pick a specific one but definitely the earlier I think in the middle when you're going this long it happens with a lot of shows like for I mentioned Frasier I think Modern Family it shows that past like six seven seasons you kind of hit a lull in the middle but I think there is an uptick I think the last few seasons have been getting back to what we why we originally fall, 
fell in love with the show. I think their last season, season 16, was just, it reminded me so much of those initial first seasons. So if I have to go right now, I'd say the earlier or just the last season, 16 was so good. Dennis and all the apps, I find myself because I got a new job and they're like, download this and this. And I'm like, more apps, huh? More freaking apps. (laughs) I love it. So do you have an all-time favorite episode? For me, every time I try to think of one it has to be dennis and d go on welfare the opening cut of that episode just always kills me it's what i always show people if i'm like okay if you don't like this episode you're not gonna like the rest of the series brody brody same page that is my favorite episode if you had to like gun to my head that one is it because just when they go to the welfare office and she has the helmet on, yep. I think that is what defines the show. That is the humor. Just like you said, if you can't watch that and laugh, just don't even try any other episode. But there's so, so many, so, so many. But if I had had to pick one, it'd be that one. Oh, I love it. Love that we're on the same page with that <laughs> one. So speaking of trying to get people into the series, have you ever had this experience where you're like, this show is amazing. You sit down with somebody to show it to them and you keep looking over and they're not even smiling. Um, Probably my old roommates. Like she watched, she would watch it with me, but I, it's like, she didn't really take it in. She loves the movie The Strangers. Didn't realize Dennis was in that movie. She like he's just a forgettable human to her. He was in like the Mindy Project, and she's like, I had the like I had a Sunny poster right behind her on the couch for years, and she's like, took her a while to be like, oh, that's the guy from your show you like. I'm like, yes. So probably my old roommate. She just it wasn't for her, but she. She'll watch it, but it's not like she's going to go out of her way, too, because I'm not with her anymore. Oh, that's funny. I, I had a date night with a girl one time and I tried to show her the show and like I was like, OK, she's either going to think I'm insane by the end of this or she's going to have a great sense of humor. And at the end, I was like, so uh, what did you think? She's like, oh, it was funny. And I was like, well, you didn't laugh once or anything like that. And blah, blah, blah. And then she starts trying to like move things to the bedroom. I'm like, you're lying about liking Always Sunny to get in my pants. Get oh. out of here. Get out. Yep. Yep. I was like, nope, I ain't having that. It's, if you don't like the, if you, if you didn't like the show, you got to be honest with me at least. Mm-hmm. So who's your favorite member of the gang? For me, I can never pick between mac and charlie they both just have a place in my heart i got it i love mac i love them all you know they're like your children you can't pick a favorite but i think parents lie and they all have favorites and mine is definitely charlie i've loved charlie since day one i think he's actually like i think they're gonna reveal he's the smartest one actually like the last season kind of set that up you know with like mac and him going to like his uncle mac's uncle and charlie's like sitting there like dude like he, you don't see what's happening here. I think Charlie is secretly the smartest one, and yep. nobody's seeing it. Yep. <laughs> Slowly I think, being revealed. <laughs> I think his like, Ill- I think the illiteracy part is supposed <laughs> to fool us, and like once mm-hmm. he overcomes that, it'll like show how actually smart he is because he's like a piano genius. And there's yeah. the episode where they give him the placebo, and he becomes smart <laughs> suddenly. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, I love it. So. <laughs> Do you have a least favorite season of the series? Ooh, hmm. it's probably somewhere in the middle. The one where 
they like go to like the Dave and Buster's. I remember that episode just not hitting with me. Just like the middle. Just like I said, I think if you go that long, you're going to hit a lull in the middle of your series. It's not going to be bad. It's just not going to be like what I go back and watch over and over again. So the middle. So Um, seven, eight. Good choice. I, I definitely agree there. So with the show, there's so many side characters who the gang just ruins their lives and everything like that. <laughs> Do you have a favorite side character? Mm. Ooh, a favorite side character. I love um, Artemis is really good. They don't really mess with her too much, but the McPoyles. I think they're so good. I love the McPoyle sister. I always do the tongue thing to my husband and he's like, stop. I'll be like, (laughs) the McPoyles for sure. I think they're hilarious with the milk and like, I don't know, the incestual thing you're getting from the brothers. (laughs) Yeah, I love the scene where with the on top of the bar where Frank thinks he's going to kill one of them. (laughs) When they have the court case. Oh, Yes, so, so great. So I understand you were in an episode of Always Sunny? Not an episode. I was uh so you know the Nightman cometh. They did a tour with it. So I went oh, to the Oh, I didn't know that. Sorry, I, I thought you meant they... you were in the episode Nightman Cometh. Oh, no, they did they did a tour. They did like a little one and they played the Troubadour in LA and I went to the first performance of that one. My old roommate, uh, my other old roommate took me to that one, I think for Christmas or my birthday, whatever you said the ticket was for. And then when they decided to, they were like, well, it went well. They did like a national tour, not like a million dates. They hit like a few big cities. I just couldn't afford to go. I believe it was right after I'd graduated and I was still looking for work. So there was a contest on Playboy's website that I happened to find. I wasn't on the side. I was just like, I was like, it's always sending contest tickets. And I was like, well, let me enter this. And I made like seven or like, I made like a dozen email addresses and I entered as many times as you could every day until I couldn't. And I ended up winning tickets. But what I didn't know is like, I think there was like four people that could win tickets to every show. When you got there, they were like, okay, well, out of you people that won, we're going to pull a name out of a hat and you get to play uh, the old lady in the play. And only three of us showed up that one. So it was a one out of three chance. And I was on stage and I was like, please don't call my name. Please don't. Cause I'm really shy. I was like, and then they called my name and I was like, okay. So what was cool about it is I got to sit, I got to be in the show, obviously the stage show and play the old lady, but I got to sit backstage with them the whole time. And since the scenes mostly with Charlie, he like came in one-on-one and he sat down with me and he went over like what I had to do and say and asked if I was comfortable. So that was really cool to spend time with Charlie. And then my favorite moment, the McPoyles did like a guest appearance. So they walked by and I was like, oh my God, the McPoyles. And then Danny DeVito just like coming in and talking about like directing Matilda, which is one of my favorite freaking movie so just that was a moment and now it's to, right now after the show they gave me the script to keep and I got it signed by the whole cast and it's like hanging up framed in my living room and it's one of my most prized possessions I am so fucking jealous that is so fucking cool 
The downside though is I had to be backstage and tell my part, and then so I missed most of the play. <laughs> I missed most of the show. So I after I got to go out and watch the end of it, but just having the the script, like I've moved several times since, and that's always what like I will hold with me. I will not put it in the truck. I will make sure the boxes. If I do, the box is labeled. It's with a few other like priceless things that if I lost it, I'd probably die. But yeah, that is like one of my most prized possessions to have the whole the whole cast sign it. I can I can see why that is so freaking cool. And then I have it in like a shadow box, and then on top of the box is uh Charlie and his Nightman cometh outfit. So that little pop Funko Pop figure. Oh, that is so cool. Uh, have you ever had any negative experiences with another fan aside from this interview? <laughs> uh, absolutely not. I think Sunny fans are so cool. They're so like chill, down to earth. And I don't know, like you you don't know if it's hard to spot them out in the wild. So if, you know, you have to go to little events to see them and it's always been really cool. We got to go to um, the premiere for um, probably season, whatever season was pre, pre-COVID or whatever the season it was, they had a big premiere in LA at the Man's Chinese. And I ended up like getting tickets. It was like a big fan event. So a lot of fans were there. Me and my husband got tickets that were on opposite side of the theater. So I was like, we're not going to sit together. So it wasn't a fan, but someone that worked for them was like, I told him the situation. She actually went outside to the ticket thing and was like explained. And she got us tickets that were like together. So shout out to that random lady, whoever she was. I don't know who like makeup artist a producer whoever but so sunny fans the whole sunny team love them that is so so never cool. any negativity i love i love a positive fan though yeah i i've had a lot of positive things with sunny i think that's also why i love it so much but yeah so do you listen to the always sunny podcast not religiously i'm not a big fan of podcasts that are just like the cast talking about the show because like I've already seen it I, I've caught it here and there but it's not something I listen to religiously there's a, I listen to a different one religiously the the guys from workaholics that's my like one I go to because they talk about like not just the show <laughs> that's awesome yeah I liked the first chunk of episodes where they were talking about how they didn't really like what they did mm-hmm. with season one and how they would have changed it in hindsight but then once they once they got past that kind of stuff and we're just talking about the episodes themselves, I was a little less interested. Yeah. Again, you have to you have to find a fall in your fandoms. And for me, I, I could skip the podcast. Just keep giving me like new episodes of the show. So if you had to cast me as a side character in Always Sunny, how would you have them destroy my life? Oh, I would make them have your podcast go viral, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> and you would be canceled. <laughs> love it. Oh, that is great. And uh, our last question here. What for you is the best part of being an Always Sunny in Philadelphia fan? It's, it's always been a positive experience. I also like that 
I like if I had a show where I had watched, it's probably one of the only shows that I've watched since day one that I've stuck with some shows. Like I've never seen the end of, I've watched every episode of modern family, except the final one. <laughs> and I don't know why I cannot wrap my head around not watching that. Maybe I just didn't want it to end, but this is one I've watched since the beginning. Again, I got to be in the show. I've gotten to do other things like go to that premiere. I've seen him talk at like the Paley center in LA before that shut down and they're just so genuine and they're creative and I like their humor. And I just like when people just do what they love in their way and they do that. And I think they're kind of one of the only shows still pushing the limits and not having to be like so serious about life. Because Very TV's cool. gotten a little too serious, you know, and I like that they're still having fun with it. Agreed. I'm glad that like they're still willing to push the line and not worried about people taking their show the wrong way because so many people just do that like back in the day with South Park and everything mm -hmm. but and they're also like genuinely nice people I've met them at not just like backstage at the thing I've met them on separate occasions like the, Charlie was the first one I ever met I think he was promoting season two on Jimmy Kimmel and with side note for anyone go, that goes to L.A. and you want to meet celebrities, you can meet the guests that are at Jimmy Kimmel. If you just go behind the studio in that back alley, they got to walk through that alley. So just go and wait. Um, so I went back there and I waited for him and he was so nice. And I didn't know at the time he was married to the waitress because it was still a new show. You know, you don't do as much Googling in 2006. So yep. I was she walked up to and I was like, oh, my freaking God, like met her and him and just so such amazing people. That is so cool. I'm so jealous that you've gotten to meet the cast. I would love to get to meet them. I used to. They're really, really cool. I used to play this uh, drinking game with my buddies. It was the Always Sunny in Philadelphia Power Hour, where it was minute long <laughs> clips of the show. And then after each clip, there was a drink screen where it would be D going, drink, bitches. And you'd have to do a shot of beer. And oh. so by the end of the power hour, you've done 60 <laughs> shots of beer. And oh my it was our group's <laughs> go-to drinking game for when we were just bored at home. Me and my roommate discovered it and downloaded it. And then when Pirates Bay got taken down, they lost the original power hour. And somebody remade a second one, but it's just not nearly as well edited. The clips aren't as great. It was so perfect. They had it timed out where every uh, 25 or so <laughs> clips was a clip from Nightman Cometh or one of the Dayman songs or something. <laughs> And oh, it was just such a fun experience. And I, it, it took us forever to ever be able to even make it to the end of it. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds like, oh, I couldn't do it. At, oh, that many shots. Oh, couldn't there. do it the, in this day and age for sure. I'd be done. <laughs> but as a, as a young adult, just, just starting out and stuff, oh, we were, <laughs> we were having a blast with it. I'm surprised nobody got super sick playing it. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. It has been a blast talking Always Sunny. Well, thank you for having me. Always glad to talk about one of the greatest television shows to ever grace the small screen. Awesome. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks a bunch for tuning in. If you'd like to be a guest yourself, want to see a list of upcoming episodes, give feedback, or suggest questions, join us on Discord, or reach out to us on Twitter. You can also reach us at email 
pod.fandoms at gmail.com. And if you could give us five stars on your podcast app of choice, we'd really appreciate it as it helps us get new lovely listeners like yourself. Thank you.